inquiry basically means any kind of investigation that you do, any kind of research that you do, any problem that you study in a scientific manner. So goals here that we have are description, prediction, explanation, control and application. Let's take up a problem. A researcher wants to study the impact of study time on the performance of the child. So for this, the researcher has to give and identify the basic meaning of study time and performance. That is description. The researcher is going to forecast, that is predict, what is the impact of study time on the performance. Third is explanation, that is causal factors. The researcher here is going to understand what is the factor which is going to lead to better study time and therefore better performance. It could be better concentration, it could be interest of the child. So all these factors are going to result in better performance. Control is a tool in the hands of the researcher. This is basically to uh, modify and manipulate whatever research or whatever variables the researcher is trying to identify and highlight. That is the control. So any kind of modification that a researcher makes in the design of the experiment, that is the control in the hands of the researcher. Then we have application. Once the research conclusion is drawn after the various methods of data collection, methods have been used, data has been collected, research conclusion has been drawn, then obviously it is ready and fit for being applied to the real life setting. That's the goals of psychological inquiry. Let's move on to the second topic, steps of research. First is conceptualizing the problem which is exactly the same as description. We are trying as a researcher, we are trying to identify what are we trying to study, describe it because our definition, our criteria of uh, highlighting it will be different from the other person understanding it. Then we have data collection. Uh, once we have conceptualized the problem in a scientific manner, in a, in a manner which is having a step-by-step -step description, then we try and collect the data through the use of sample and through the use of methods of data collection. So once data is collected, we move on to the third step, which is drawing conclusion, basically trying to identify the basic outcome of the research, that is drawing conclusions. And once research conclusions are drawn out of, out of the data, then that is revised. In case there is any change, that is revised. So this is a step-by-step -step procedure that we have conducting data research. Now we also have here alternate paradigms of research. This topic basically means two things. When we talk about psychology as a science, we understand the fact that it is a very objective branch. Like all the sciences, it is trying to collect the data through experimentation, through a step-by-step -step procedure. But at the same time, do you think it is possible to understand what happens to tsunami victims through a scientific experimentation? Can we understand their thoughts and feelings through the method of experimentation? We get them to the laboratory and do an experiment on them. Or in the other instance, if we want to study about sleep for a behavior, can we deprive participants out of sleep for two days and then study them? All these concerns, uh, therefore we have subjective methods also, which is very different from the objective scientific method. So we cannot study everything scientifically because we are studying and dealing with human beings. We are not dealing with objects like science. Therefore we need to respect their privacy, their thoughts and feelings also. We need to respect their experience. This is where we have both the methodologies, scientific as well as subjective. Let's move on to the next topic which is nature of data. Now we have five kinds of data here. Let's understand what is data first. Data basically means information. So information we have in five different regards. We have the physical information. So physical information basically refers to 
the physical aspects of a person we are studying. It could be measuring the blood pressure of a person. It could this is physiological as we call it. It could be measuring the heart rate of a person. It could be measuring the height and weight of the person. It could be measuring the tiredness level of a person. All of this is the bodily relation, physiological. Second, we have the demographic data. Demographic basically means personal information of a person. So it could also mean the name of the person, the age, the gender, the social economic status. All these aspects could be the demographic data. It could be the religion, the caste as well. Then we have the third kind, which is the surrounding, the environmental data that we have. This data basically studies geographical location. So it talks about where the person is residing, what kind of houses are there, what kind of neighborhood, what kind of transportation, all these factors. Next one is the psychological data. Now psychological data basically talks about your psychological variables. Everybody is different because of certain con aspects, because of certain uh, components. These components can be your intelligence which make you different from the other person. This aspect could be creativity, it could be personality. These are all variables in psychology that we try and study. Now we have the major topic of the chapter which is some important methods in psychology. Now these are methods which are not just exclusive to psychology, we also have certain methods which are unique to psychology. So we will be covering both the methods. First we have the observation method that we are going to do today. Let's look at the observation method. Now let me ask you this question. If we talk about general observation, you are observing me, but how is this observation different from a scientific observation? That is what we have to understand. I am sitting and observing uh, two children playing. How is that observation different from the scientific observation? That is the whole question here. Let's read the definition. Observation is a powerful tool of psychological inquiry. It's an effective way of describing human behavior. A scientific observation differs from day-to-day -day observation in three respects. Normally, because we say it is scientific, obviously it's going to have three uh, different steps. Here we have three steps. First is selection, recording is the second one, and analysis of the data. Now obviously, if I have to observe somebody scientifically, I need to know what to observe. I need to differentiate relevant behaviors from irrelevant behaviors. I need to have a criteria for, 